by showing you actually the latest satellite picture of Slow news beyond the headline. It's time for the underreported topic of the week. Our reporters Jacinta Molina and Mario Braga will take us all the way to Peru. The South American country is going through a political turmoil after a corruption scandal led to the resignation of the president, Pedro Pablo Kuczynski, in March. Why this happened and what can come next, you'll listen to now on Slow News. March 21, 2018. This is then-Peruvian president, Pedro Pablo Kuczynski. In the face of this difficult situation that has developed and has unjustly made me appear guilty of acts I have not participated in, I think the best thing for the country is that I resign. Kuczynski offered his resignation less than 20 months after taking office and just one day before Congress held a vote to impeach him. Compromising leaked videos suggest there was a bribery scheme involving congressmen to save Kuczynski from a previous impeachment process back in December. The corruption scandal that brought down Peru's president has to do with the Obredec, the Brazilian construction company also investigated for bribery and other irregularities in several Latin American countries. Kuczynski, who has worked as a banker in Wall Street and is also a well-known businessman in Peru, is accused of having received about $800,000 from Odebrecht through one of his consultancy firms when he was a minister of former president Alejandro Toledo. He has denied these allegations and claimed innocence. PPK, as he is also known, has never been a strong president, though. He won the elections in 2016 only by 0.2% of the vote. On the top of that, opposition had majority in Congress. The first impeachment process back in December weakened Kuczynski even more. He had to negotiate with the opposition for the controversial pardon of the former president Alberto Fujimori, father of the current opposition leaders Keiko and Kenji. This episode also revealed the conflict between the Fujimori siblings, as Keiko was accused to be the one behind the leaked videos that incriminated her brother after their father's release. The Fujimori father, who also resigned to Peru's president back in 2000, had been arrested for nine years after being sentenced in another corruption case and human rights violations. It's like history repeating itself. Also, as the Economist report, four of the five living elect Peruvian presidents have been accused of corruption, and PPK became the 19th elect president in Latin America to fail to complete his term in the past 30 years. That explains why PPK's announcement wasn't a surprise for many Peruvians. This is how Remy Piet, director of the consultancy firm America's Market Intelligence, analyzed the situation for China Global Television Network. This was a long time coming, and, and, and the problem in, in, uh, in Peru is the fact that there's a, a, a constant political instability. Uh, when uh, Kuczynski was elected in 2016, he actually did not have a majority in parliament, and even if he's being replaced by his vice president, this is still going to be an issue down the road. Kuczynski's resignation forced then Vice President Martin Vizcarra to fly from Canada back to Peru. He was serving as ambassador to the North American country and will take over the presidency in a very delicate situation. The New York Times describes Vizcarra as a low-profile engineer. As BBC reported, despite calls from the opposition for fresh presidential elections, for now, he's expected to finish Kuczynski's term by 2021. 
and just this week he sworn in the cabinet that will join him in the mission of ruling a now divided country and where the opposition led by Keiko Fujimori controls the Congress. It's going to be a key challenge for Martin Vizcarra to be able to develop a political platform and, and key reforms without having a strong majority in parliament and facing a populistic opposition with Fujimori during three years. Uh, the key issue in, in, uh, in, uh, in Peru is not so much about corruption, although corruption is very present in the country, but it's about this, this constant deadlock in the Congress between Keiko Fujimori that actually wants to, uh, to have uh, take over power and, and become the next president. Still, Peruvians' opinion on the political elite is not favorable. According to a research published by La Repubblica, a local newspaper, 91% of Peruvians think that more than a half of the politicians are involved in corruption. Meanwhile, Al Jazeera reported only 40% approve of Congress performance. The anti-corruption sentiment is also something Vizcarra and the Peruvian Congress will have to face in the following years. All congressmen should resign because they're involved in corruption and there should be a restructuring of the state because money has been stolen. This is the opinion of a Peruvian citizen aired by Al Jazeera. And speaking after his sworn-in ceremony, Vizcarra said that tackling corruption would be a priority for his administration. Meanwhile, judicial authorities have barred Kuczynski from leaving the country and he could face legal and criminal charges in relation with the Odebrecht scandal. That was the slow news report on the resignation of Peruvian President Pedro Pablo Kuczynski. We also have an interview with a political scientist from Peru giving an interesting insight on the whole situation and what we can expect to happen next. I interviewed Anthony Medina Rivas Plata. He is an associated researcher at the Institute of Andean Political Studies and a professor of political science at the Universidad Católica de Santa Maria in Arequipa, Peru. I started talking to him about the relation between corruption and the struggle for power within the Fujimori family and how that affects Peruvian political landscape. Let's hear to what he has to say. Certainly, uh, the reason because uh, Kuczynski resigned uh, his position as president is because Kuczynski has been uh, participating in Peruvian politics at least in the, since the 1960s. And he's a very uh, well-known political actor in, in, in the country. But he was always, all his life, uh, dedicated to promote private interests in, in, uh, inside the, the, the state. He's a typical lobbyist. The problem is that in the election of 2011, Kuczynski support Keiko Fujimori against the leftist candidate Ollanta Humala. So, in the election of 2016, people expected that Kuczynski have, have no difference with, with Keiko, but he need to establish some, some differences. So, he resulted the, the problem of corruption in the government of Alberto Fujimori, uh, Keiko's father. Um, he resulted the violation of human rights. And because of that, Keiko never, uh, never accepted uh, her, her defeat in the electoral match. And, uh, through his political group in the Congress, she did all that she can to block all the political initiatives uh, made by, by, by Kuczynski. The, the following problem was that uh, as Keiko lost uh, two elections, her brother Kenji was also started to consider that Keiko was, was not suited to be a, a, a viable candidate. Formed his, uh, uh, his own uh, uh, political group, 
and and he and, and he tried to 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 script a new political party when when the first impeachment of Kuczynski has been discussed in December of the last year Kenji supported Kuczynski and because of the votes of Kenji Kuczynski was not uh, impeached in December of the last year and that represented extremely uh, a, a very a very big break among Kenko and Kenji. Certainly, this is a, a problem of extreme corruption that is uh, spread in all legal parties, but the departure point of this crisis was uh, a domestic struggle among Keiko and Kenji for the leadership of the Fujibori's political party. And do you think that Kuczynski's resignation critically changed Peru in some way, or is it more uh, another chapter in a somehow troubled political history of the country? here in, in, in Peru are now conscious of the, the deep level that corporate corruption has reached all the branches of all political system. I'm not talking about only political parties. And that's the problem, because in the next election, it's very difficult that we can choose a, a regular political candidate. The resignation of Kuczynski has changed The, the political system in the sense that the next candidate to win, he has to establish a difference among him and the rest of the candidates have been touched by the corporate corruption board of Odebrecht. But the problem is that as most of the people has been touched by, by this corruption, this guy is going to be a radical outsider. It could be a left wing or right wing. Perfect. And you are in Peru, you are there seeing the reactions. How, how have Peruvians reacted to all this? Well, a few months ago, was released a report about uh, the perception of, uh, of democracy among Latin Americans. And unfortunately, Peruvians are uh, the people who reject democracy most in all the continents. Uh, and and that's a and, and that's a, a very important problem. So the, the unrest with the economic mode, the, with the economic model, is also translating into the political system. Is also translating into an anger against the elites and uh, an extreme right-wing politician and a mix with uh, statist, uh, uh, an estatist economical model, mass an anti-elite political discourse and a conservative uh, moral discourse supported by the evangelicals, what you have there is a uh, extreme right-wing uh, party or even fascism. Okay, you're talking about a generalized public uh, rejection of the political elites. Uh, how does the new president Vizcarra stand on that? Do you think he will have very little support until the end of his term? Here are, are betting are if uh, how how many months are going to to last Vizcarra in the government, you know. Um, and in this struggle between uh, Vizcarra and Fujimoristas, Vizcarra is going to uh, push resistance, and because of that, uh, Fujimorismo is going to accelerate uh, search for corruption scandals coming from the government, and maybe in the short term, I'm talking about less than one year, they are going to talk again to impeach uh, President Vizcarra. 
So we have two scenarios. A scenario where Vizcarra finishes his term in 2021 uh, very weakened because of the political struggles with uh, Fujimorismo. And the other scenario, a uh, long term of political instability in the country with presidents that were lasting only one year, one month, six months, one week in the government. I think that this is also a worse scenario because uh, we don't know how, how long this is going to, to, to happen. The, 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 only, the only result that, that can come uh, after this process is something like, uh, like a military coup. That's completely possible, and that's something that our political elite who to need to, to, to internalize and, this, and, and, and to discuss uh, in order to avoid this. No? I, I, hope, I hope they can do it. That's a very interesting analysis. Thank you very much for the interview, Anthony. That was Anthony Medina Rivas Plata, an associated researcher at the Institute of Andean Political Studies and professor of political science at the Universidad Católica de Santa Maria in Arequipa, Peru. He analyzed the political situation of Peru after the resignation of President Pedro Pablo Kuczynski. Planet Mundus.